and then you got into real estate and you got in uh, while still maintaining a full-time job, which is not always the easiest thing. And not only did you maintain a full-time job and sell real estate, you kicked ass while doing it. So what was your secret sauce? How do you like balance your schedule to make that all happen? Hey everybody, thanks for checking out another episode of the Aaron Advantage podcast. Today I am joined by the one and only Will Smith in real estate. Actually, he's not the only one, but he's the best one. So, welcome, Will. How you doing today? All right, you. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I got to kick it off, obviously, with the uh, the tagline that everyone has come to know and love with Will Smith, and that is, "Where there's a will, there's a way." And you're right here. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we get into anything real in depth, I wanted to give everybody a quick introduction of uh, who you are. Obviously, you've been with FC Tucker for a little, uh, like, right at two years right now. Correct. That's right. So why don't you go ahead and uh, just give everybody a little bit of backstory of uh, what got you into real estate and uh, kind of what you've been doing since you got going. Uh, so I was I moved to the area about was it 2016? Anyway, working for a plastics company, and then from there, what is it? We went to go look for our first house, and anyway, I had a lot of questions. The agent that we had, um, he he gave me just some quick details, but I'm one of those guys where. I need a lot of information. So right. anyway, it was like, well, now you've sparked my curiosity. So I need to know exactly what happens through this out throughout this whole transaction. Um, was it back in 2019, 2020, we tried selling our house by ourselves. My brother, he was successful with selling his house. So we're like, Hey, we'll give it a shot. I gave it about a week. It didn't work <laughs> out. Um, then we went with um, an agent. He had walked in, gives market analysis or whatever. And then we, um, we went with we went with him. Our house sat for six months. We watched house after house just kind of go, and there were houses that looked exactly like ours. They were just in different areas, so right. we were like, "This shouldn't be an issue." So we dropped the price down so low, and then after a while, we were just like, "You know what? We'll just stay in the house for a little bit longer." Right. Then we called uh, my old IT director that. Uh, became a licensed agent and anyway she sold her house in six hours yeah. shout out to darlene carr another uh, wonderful fc tucker mba agent yeah so then I, you know we get all the way to the closing table you know i'm going through you know inspections and stuff like that and i looked at my wife and i i saw the check and i said hey i think i could do this too <laughs> there you go so it was all about the money is what you're telling me no <laughs> no i met i the money the money's good but right, you right. know the whole thing was was educating each buyer, each seller yeah. on, on the process. That was my big thing was, you know, making sure that I do that same, the same things that I wanted. I wanted my clients and my sellers, my sellers and buyers to have that same experience where, you know, Will gave me all the information possible. Right. There was no questions left unanswered. Yeah. No. And, and that's the same mentality I have always, always uh, had with my clients as well. You know, our mission at our team is to educate the consumer on the process of buying and selling take the stress out of the sale when it's time to make a move. And I find that uh, making sure that people are understanding things every step of the way makes it so much smoother. And let's be honest, smooth transactions are fun transactions. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so you were working at a plastics company. You kind of saw the process as a seller uh, and that sparked your interest. Um, and then you got into real estate and you got in uh, while still maintaining a full-time job, which is not always the easiest thing. And not only did you maintain a full-time job and sell real estate, you kicked ass while doing it. So what was your secret sauce? How do you like balance your schedule to make that all happen? 
Uh, as far as balancing a schedule, you know, I'm, at, I'm used to waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. So it's kind of one of those things where I knew that I was going to have to sacrifice some time right. to get this done. So I'm at early mornings. I'd take my lunch breaks. I'd run down to our downtown office. I met it only would take me three minutes to get there. So it was like, cool. I got almost a whole hour and I was a salary worker. So it's kind of just a little bit different. They get get more time out of me. So I might've been five minutes over or something like that. (laughs) But the real work happened was after work. And like, as you go through the office and like, you'll you watch these TV shows and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm on my own schedule and stuff like that. Well, most people are working an eight to five job. Right. So when I got off work, that's when I went to work. There you go. It, you're absolutely correct. You yeah. know, everybody's like, oh, I get to run my own schedule. I get to be my own boss. But really, you're you're everyone else's errand boy at times is what it seems like, because absolutely. you got to be the one to keep things running when they're available and they're available when you want to be off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, it, it's, it's easy. It's easy to go show a house at five thirty, but the legwork that goes into it that, you know, people don't see behind the scenes because we want that smooth transaction is, you know, on lunch break, you know, I'm going down, I'm signing papers, I'm getting papers sent off to be signed. And then I'm emailing those off really quick. So I that's, <laughs> just keep it going all yeah, the time. A, a lot of vacations were uh, were spent doing real estate for sure. Yeah, yeah. How, how does your wife uh, deal with that? Because I, I can tell you, my wife is not as fond of it as she used to be. I met she she was very understanding. She knew what we had to do to get it done for me to be a full time agent. So right. I appreciated her for that and taking care of our kids and dropping them off and picking them up. Because I wasn't able to just because I needed to show some clients mm-hmm. uh, some houses. Yeah, so that that's the one thing that people don't often consider is when one spouse is in real estate, both spouses are participating in that real estate business. Whether that's the other one, like your wife, taking time to take care of the kids and doing everything to afford us the opportunity to you know be in the studio during the workday to get stuff done so that we can make time for our clients in the evenings and all that stuff. That's definitely something that uh, I think a lot of people don't realize the unsung heroes are the women behind us who allow us to do the things that we're doing. So, um, I got to ask this question because, uh, you are one of the people who, um, have started off, hit the ground running, really been successful early on in your career. What's the number one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who's starting out to get into the game and try to build a business as quickly and successfully as you have? I bet pretty much you got to brag, you got to <laughs> brag on yourself. That's right. So I met when I was doing the classes, like everybody that I knew, I was telling them left and right. I posted it on Facebook. I was yeah. like, Hey, it's like, I'm get, I'm working on getting my real estate license. And then, you know, what happened was is people would ask me, hey, Will, I saw that you were doing this. How's it going? Right. And then it's like, once I once I got my license, it was like, hey, guys, now I actually have my license. I can start helping you guys out. And then pretty much just showing up places. I, mm. that, that's pretty much the easiest thing is that showing up places and what would I say? Um building the relationship with those people. Right. So I think that's, I think that's your biggest thing is how you're going to get going. So yeah, I know sometimes it's exhausting just to talk to all these people, but like, remember their name, remember, remember something about them because that's going to show that you actually care. Care. And those people are going to come back and they're going to be like, Oh, oh," when they're thinking about selling their house or they got a friend or a family member that's talking about, they're going to be like, Oh yeah. Will sells houses. Yeah. I got to put my buddy on blast here for a second. He says, I know it can be exhausting, but don't let him fool you. He is never exhausted talking to people. I work out with this cat every morning and I don't think there's a single person in the gym that doesn't get a hello from Will. And for me, I'm the kind of guy that wants to be in their head down, hit my weights and get out. But this guy is all over it. He has everybody's first name. He knows them all. 
<laughs> so uh, not only not only uh, knowing something about, like that and everything, being a likable guy obviously is something good too because you could talk to everybody, but if you're you got no personality or you don't want to, or you're not somebody somebody wants to be around, that's not going to help you out either. Yeah. Yeah. So you make everybody laugh and have fun all the time. And I think that is one thing that, you know, you can't teach that to anybody, but uh, what, what keeps you motivated to keep that smile on your face all the time? I don't know. I know. <laughs> Mom used to wake up, you know, <laughs> we talk about it all the time where it's like, you know, God woke you up this morning. It's yeah. like, so you should be happy. So that's, that's how I try to think about my day when I wake up is like, you know, and be a light to somebody else. There you go. So I don't I don't get on here and preach, but I meant <laughs> that's like my mentality is like be somebody else's sunshine. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to start adopting that mentality a little bit more sometimes. I do my best. I do my best, but uh, I like that a little bit yeah, better. You do solid. <laughs> so you started your career and you've only been with one brokerage, which is awesome that you chose to uh, affiliate with FC Tucker. I'm, I'm happy to have you in, in the office I manage. Uh, what was it about Tucker that uh, really stood out to you as, hey, this is the spot I want to be? Um, so I went to your guys' career night, which yep. you were there. Um, a couple other, a couple other people, which are still there. Um, you know, they just kind of gave us the info, like, Hey, this is what to expect. This is what we're going to do for you guys. And then they were like, Hey, you know, a even after you get licensed, we have all of this training, mm. which is, which is awesome by the way. Um, and anyway, that was kind of my thing. And then when I was a kid, we always saw the talk to Tucker signs. I mean, I lived in Vincent's, Indiana, yeah. but like, I remember when we went to go look at a house, it had a Tucker T out there and it was like, talk to Tucker, huh? It sticks <laughs> with you. Yeah. You know, we've done some studies and uh, it's a, it's always incredible. And we always talk about this is, you know, we, we have real estate signs that just say, talk to Tucker, or FC Tucker, you know what they don't say anywhere on them, but everybody knows doesn't say for sale anywhere. You see a T in front of a house, you know it's up for sale, though. Yeah. 100%. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> it's one of those things that most people don't even realize until you point it out to them. They're like, you know what? You're right. It doesn't say for sale anywhere on there. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, in addition to the training and everything that you're talking about, I want to dive a little deeper on that because obviously uh, you are more recently licensed than I am. Uh, so you went through that entire course. And uh, this is one of those things that we tell everybody when they're working on it is that's that necessary evil because you got to get the license to be able to help people uh, buy and sell real estate. When's the last time you used anything that you learned in that class? I bet it probably had to do with encroachments because a tree was hanging over. But other than <laughs> other, that, yeah, it, that's that sucks, doesn't it? Like yeah. you have to spend all this time learning this stuff that really doesn't help you sell real estate. So, let's talk about the the training that you've gotten into that's really been um, instrumental in helping you build a business that Tucker offers. Like what what kind of things have stood out to you that you've been able to do um, through the training you've gotten while you've been with us? Uh, I mean, the biggest things that stood out are you know. I, I'm not, I wasn't able to do our fast track class like we right. normally do where it's an eight week class that, um, you know, you kind of go through the ins and outs of a transaction. Right. Um, anyway, I wasn't able to do that, but Ken, luckily he recorded everything on YouTube. So that really did help me out. So when I couldn't call somebody, yep. I was able to lean on those videos to get me through a transaction. And anyway, like that's probably, that's probably the, that's probably the best piece of, uh, information or videos that we kind of have out there yep. and then um just the the week the weekly build your business mm -hmm. um training sessions that we have those are great where um you know you get a little bit of a different perspective from each agent on how they handle their business but they also show you a lot of tips and tricks um 
that definitely help out because the whole thing is we're trying to get to the end of the transaction. Yep. And anyway, those tricks are very, very helpful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people take for granted that once you have a real estate license, that means you know how to do everything. And the truth of the matter is, is as you said earlier, there's so many things that we do behind the scenes that until you get into it and get your hands dirty and start, you know, playing the game, you don't really understand what all goes into it. Um, I, I often say that I saw a uh, schematic one time that says there's up to 180 steps that a real estate agent takes on every single transaction that they do. But you watch HGTV and you just see people opening doors and cashing checks and it's like, oh, that anybody could do that. It's not the case at all, is it? Not at all. <laughs> uh, what do you think is the most challenging thing that you've had to deal with so far in your real estate career? Oh, <laughs> you trying to stump me on this one. Um, the most challenging thing is probably um, trying to get a trying to get a for sale by owner transaction. Ooh, yeah. Um, it's. I mean, you know, TV's built this up that where, you know, real, real estate's very cutthroat and all this other stuff. And then also, like we talked about the hundred, you just talked about the 180 steps. Right. Like nobody, nobody understands what we do in the background. They just think that, you know, we show up, we, sh we show the house, sign a contract, then we go to closing. Right. That's it. We get, and we're cashed out. And it's just so much more than that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think when, what's the show? Um, house hunter. When's the last time you were working with a buyer and uh, you were like, all right, we're going to go take a look at these three houses, only these three houses. You're going to make a decision, and based on that decision, you're going to get the house that you want. Have you have you had that go down even once yet? No. No. More like, hey, we're going to go look at uh, this one house. Uh, there's 17 offers on it already, and uh, you have four hours to make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. How's, yeah. how's that been starting off in your career? The buyer's market is completely different than what I, what I had when I first started. Yeah. So, so people are like, Oh, you know, market's slowing down, blah, 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 or whatever. And it's kind of like, well, it's not slowing down, but the nice thing is, is when I got started, I met, you know, interest rates were down in the twos right. and threes. And I met, you were running around like a chicken with his head cut <laughs> yeah. off, tr trying to show a house. I mean, you would set up a schedule. You'd, you'd start driving there in the middle. You'd get a text and be like, oh, we already had an accepted offer. Or, you know, you got a multiple offer notification. Yep. And then I got to go back to my buyers each time. And it's like, hey, guys, I there's nothing I can do. And also at that time, you couldn't have a contingent offer. Right. At all. And I met and cash and cash didn't even matter at that point. Yeah. It was, hey, we want highest and best. And that's it. Yep. So, yeah. So you talk about uh, the headed to the house and everything else and getting the multiple offer notification or getting the, uh, hey, we sold the house notification. That's the thing that was probably the hardest for me. Uh, when things are going crazy and stuff's selling for way over asking price and everything, I had a lot of friends and family members like, man, you must love this right now. And I was like, no, it kind of sucks because I'm in a position where, well, first off, if I'm representing the buyer and I got to go to him and say, hey, your phenomenal offer unfortunately wasn't accepted they went with somebody else that hurts when you got to tell somebody that the fifth time yeah or even working as a listing agent you know i had properties where i had 15 offers only one person gets the house yeah. and i had to go back to all of those other agents to tell their buyers hey sorry we went with somebody else and that kind of sucked too yeah. so did did you ever have a, a tip or a tactic to try to let people down a little easier uh when when that stuff was going on i'm at the, the thing that I always did is, I mean, you guys teach us this all the time, is pick up the phone. Ah, there it so is. So if you, if you call them, 
then you know they they hear your tone. They can either hear the sorryness in your voice <laughs> or the happiness in your voice. Right. They're like, hey, you know, sorry we sorry, but we decided that we're gonna go with another offer. You you gave us a great offer. Right. This one just happened to be a little bit higher or the terms were a little bit better. But actually explaining to the agent why their offer didn't go through, mm-hmm. um, that that would be my tip. But I'm at I mean, I got that tip from somebody else. So I got, I got to be honest with you hearing a young guy like you say, pick up the phone is not common in this day and age. It is an important tactic and it is important that people have that communication ability because I think, I think you're absolutely right. Being on the phone and letting them hear your voice and kind of know exactly what's going on is better than what I got most of the time, which is a text message. Hey, sorry, I went with another offer. And it's like, I mean, could. Give me something. What, yeah. what what can we do? What can I take back to the buyer so they can make a better offer? What can I take back to uh, the other agents on, you know, why their offer didn't get accepted if it's on the listing side? And I think that uh, the fact that you are utilizing the phone uh, as a phone, you know, everybody's got these smartphones, and not just as a text device is probably one of the reasons you're also being successful. Yeah, because, you know, you thinking in the back of your mind, it's like, well, if all you do is get a text message, it's like, like you said, the t- like the tone's not there, yeah. and then all you can think of is they just didn't like me. That's that's <laughs> all it was. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what happened here? I will say also the fact that uh, there was a lot of times that I picked up the phone and had those conversations. There were times that I was competing against other agents, and I got calls from the listing agent. They'd be like, "Hey, Aaron, I'm going to be real honest with you, man. Your offer's not the best. We've got some that got you beat." but we want to work with you because we've worked together in the past. We know you're going to get this done. This is what it's going to take to get the deal done. And I would call my clients and be like, Hey, bad news. We don't have the best offer. Good news. You've got the best agent for the deal because they want to work with me. So if you can do this, we're going to get you the house. So I think maintaining relationships with other agents is one of those overlooked things. You mentioned that a lot of people see this as a cutthroat industry. Have you experienced that at all? In in some ways, yes. Yeah. Just a little bit. I think uh, I'm at, but for the most part, there's some great, there's some great agents out there. Yeah. Like if I wasn't an agent, you know, I'd probably call one of them, yeah. I guess. But uh, no, I haven't really had to deal with any, anybody cutthroat. I try to, you know, I call them, ask them how they're doing. Yep. And stuff like that. And like, you know, kind of, and like I said, when you call them on the phone, there's, you hear a voice. Right. So it's kind of, it's not like one of these where I'm just running through. Also being prepared helps you out a lot too. So, you know, we always talk about making sure that your buyers are pre-approved. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got the pre-approval, everything else, you're good to go. Right. You supply all that information up front when you submit the offer and Usually we don't have any, we don't have any problems. I mean, there's a couple of times where I had to go back and change lenders. Right. Um, just cause we weren't using one of our local lenders, which you should. Yes. <laughs> Hammer that home. Yeah. <laughs> just so I met, cause then I met, you get that same, you get that same relationship. There's a person that you can actually go to, to talk to you about your loan. It's like, you don't have to pick up a phone and you know, you gotta, you gotta hit nine and then hit right. seven and then hit this extension. It's like, no, you they usually give you their direct line. You can call them, and then I'm <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent deal. 
Yeah, and, and you know, you're, you're every, everything I keep hearing and all the stuff we're talking about is all about the relationships and making sure that those are all taken care of. Where's most of your business come from? Is it from, uh, are you doing cold calling? Are you knocking on doors, hosting open houses, or are you working by referral? Yeah, so the only time I call is if somebody, oh, the only time I do a cold call if somebody's like, hey, I saw X house. But I mean, other than that, I mean, we've been taught not to buy any leads or anything like that. Just build a relationship. So like I said at the beginning, going places. So like, I get a lot of people from the gym and Steve, all the people from the gym. I'm not even kidding. He's, he sold them all houses. So Steve Harvey had this like little bit where he said, um, rich people don't sleep eight hours a day. Mm. And I was like, you're right. And he's like, people in California, he's like, they can't afford to wake up at eight o'clock in the morning because the stock market's already open by that time. Yep. And like, I thought about it and I think about it a little bit more. I'm like, hey, if you think about it, most people, they're getting up, they're going to the gym in the morning because they have no other time. They don't have any other time. And then in the afternoon, they've got stuff to do and they've got a full time job. So it was like, oh, I need to get up, like, as my mom would say, with the chickens. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you know, so I, I mean, I get up and I go there every day. And then it's like, oh, well, not not every day, probably about six days a week. He's pretty much every day. He's <laughs> don't let him fool you. But I met like there's somebody in there, and then the thing is, is like, so you you continue to show up. You may not talk to that person the twenty times that you go in there, but that twenty first time, they're gonna see you and they're gonna go, hey man, what do you do? Yeah. And then and then I'll go, oh yeah, my name's Will Smith. I sell real estate. Yeah. Keep my name in your mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> Nah, a hundred percent. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've been in there and like either, uh, a, somebody say, Hey, is your name Aaron? Cause they've seen like a Facebook post or something else like that. And we'll get talking or, Hey, you work out with Will, don't you? And I'm like, it's one of the two. They, they yeah. automatically associate us together now. And I'm like, that's, that's some powerful branding you got going on there, yeah. Mr. Smith. So we say, so we say, oh, we were talking about the gym, but also, I remember I used to go into the coffee shop. This was before I even started selling real estate. So COVID was going on. Mm, yep. I wasn't leaving the house. So like for me to go to Starbucks, that was me going out. But I went there and all I did was I got uh, I got a venti, uh, dark roast, two two packets of Splenda, half and half. Anyway, I keep coming in there. They're like, hey, so what's your name? Oh, you know, Will Smith, blah, 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 or whatever. And then, you know, they start calling me by name when I walk in. Yep. And then, you know, I told those same people, oh, yeah, I'm selling real estate. By the way, well, I got a client out of there after a while. Yep. So she built a brand new home in New Bern, and that's that. So just if you continue to show up places, and it doesn't have to be the gym. I mean, it could be anywhere. I'm at, we, I go to church. I try to go every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but I met those people know, hey, Will Smith sells real estate. I met they all know. Sometimes I had the Tucker T on my truck. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, I'm doing an open house. So I got the Tucker T on my chest. So anyways, like, hey, after I get done, I got to go to work. I tell people all the time in this industry, you don't want to be James Bond. Being a secret agent in real estate's a bad idea. And you're absolutely correct. There's so many places. And this is one of the things I try to train agents on is like, you don't have to bring it up to people all the time, but if you're there, eventually they're going to ask a question. And as soon as that door is open, you have an opportunity at that point to potentially get some business. There's a lady who works at Subway in Newburgh that I go in there all the time because I can eat moderately healthy. It's quick. And a lot of times I'm on the go and I got to grab something to eat in the car. And finally, I'm in there one day. She's like, you know, I see you in here all the time. What do you do? And I was like, oh, actually, I'm in real estate. By the way, if you know anybody's looking to buy or sell a home, do you have an agent that you'd refer them to? And she's like, well, no, I don't. I 
go, well, here's my business card. If there's ever anything I could do for you, just let me know. I think that's resulted in about five transactions that I've done for family members of her at this point in time, just because I showed up and I was friendly. And I think that is one of the skills that a good real estate agent has is I'm not going in there and I'm not pressing anybody to try to call me. But as soon as that door is open, that's what we call a buying signal. And you need to know how to recognize those and get on top of those as quickly as possible. Yeah. So The art of selling. The art of selling. You opened the door and you knew it was going to go here eventually. If you didn't, I'd be surprised. You helped somebody build a brand new house in Newburgh. But you haven't helped just one somebody. I am petitioning for Jago to rename Abbey Wood Drive Will Smith Way because you have helped how many families build new construction homes out there now? I don't think I have enough fingers now. (laughs) There is nine on my street. Nine on your street. How in the world? I mean, you are killing it in the new construction game. Yeah. Um. Well, we we did build three three houses with them, so well, I, have to, I, always, I always have to start there. So I met. We started off with a small ranch called the Zircon. Yeah. Anyway, it's great floor plan split. It's very open. Um, and then what happened was was we just grew out of the house. So yep. then we went to the next one, which was the Patriot. Um, it had the biggest bedroom. Yep. And then what was it? We had one kid. We were thinking about having another one. So all four bedrooms upstairs sounded great. I was working from home at the time. Still didn't have my still didn't have my license yet. Was working on it. But anyway, then I had an office downstairs. Well, downstairs as well. So that was great. And then it's just kind of one of those things. A few bad things happened, and then something good came out of it. And we were just like, "Hey, we can live right next to my brother. He's right. going to need help anyway." Why not? Yep. So I met. That's the easy part. That's the easy part is living in one of those homes makes it a little bit easier. Well, the and, other- and the fact that you just know off the top of your head, I got this floor plan. I got this floor plan. I got this floor plan. I know all this stuff. And because of who you are, I know you know all of the like the foremans who are on the job site and all the guys who are out there working. <laughs> so I mean, that's probably been a benefit yeah. to you as well, Ronnie right? Terry. <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah. said, he knows everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I, and I mean, I would stop and talk to him too. So I'd be, I'd ask him, "Hey, what's going on here? What's going on here?" Yep. So I met at one point in time. I'm pretty sure they were asking me to work for him. I just, <laughs> I decided to go this route. So the cool thing is, I still get to hang out with him. But yeah. the whole thing was, is like, um, you know, when you're first getting started in real estate, like there's all these little things that they help you out doing. So it's like, you know, you take your day, you take your database of a hundred people that, you know, Mm -hmm. and you send them out monthly mailers. They may not ever buy a house from you, but they're, (laughs) they're going to know that you're in real estate. You're sending it to them. You're staying top of mind. They're they're going to send, they're going to send you somebody at some point in time. Either that or they're going to call me and be like, we'll, Quit sending me all this mail. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll move on yeah. to the Has next anybody person. said that to you yet, though? Absolutely not. No, nah, I think a lot of people get scared that that's going to happen, and then they do the other thing, which is they don't talk to anybody at all, ever. Yeah. And then, you know, the numbers don't lie. 82% of people typically say they would rework with their agent. I think like 12 actually do because they just forget who they even used, Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. So that's not happening with Will Smith because guess what? You can't even be in a brand new house that he helped you build because he's going to be on your street with you. You're going to see him still, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, In addition to obviously uh, having that full-time job previously, uh, being a full-time dad, helping out mom and everything else, you also are hustling out there during the summer months with uh, a mowing business on top of that. Absolutely. So when do you sleep is the big question I got for you. Uh 
I, met, I get real close to eight hours. I mean, my wife's not really happy sometimes because, <laughs> you know, she's put the kids to bed, gave them a bath, and I'm just snoring all <laughs> next to the bed. But, yeah, so, yeah, turf dog. So my brother and I, we had we had started cutting yards around COVID. Um, you know, he was cutting in his neighborhood, mm-hmm. which he lived in a Jago neighborhood too. So that's really how I got turned on to those is, you know, we couldn't find we couldn't find a house. So back in 2016, the market was just as crazy as it was in 2020, if you ask me, because it was like if you had a certain number, you were in that hundred thousand to one hundred thirty five thousand dollar range. Mm-hmm. I met there's eight there's eight people looking at a house and somebody had cash still. Right. So. um yeah. So anyway, my brother, you know, he went through the process I'm like, well, hey, I don't have to fight anybody for this. So this goes back to. Hey, yeah, how do I get other people? It's like, hey, you're getting every you're getting everything that you want. The only person you can be mad at is you. Yep, a hundred percent. But anyway, so going back, so yeah, he was cutting in his neighborhood. I was cutting my yard, and then since I was at home and I was bored, and I still I wasn't doing real estate at the time, you know. So I was just like, hey man, let me see if I can like get this grass to look really good. Yeah. So uh, I met. So I started working on my own yard. One of the neighbors looks at me and she's like, hey, these people aren't showing up do you think you could cut our yard? Yeah. <laughs> so I met that and you know, for 40 extra bucks, no big deal. So then it was kind of like one of those things. My brother had a riding mower. We had two push mowers. He had, he had a little small utility trailer. I had a truck. He had a Sequoia. So we were just, I met before long. We were like, you know what? We'll just start cutting some more yards, cut some more yards. And I met, we take some pictures, put them on Facebook or whatever. And, you know, before you know it, we had 19 yards in 2021. I mean, if you can't hear it and you can't see it, this guy's obviously motivated. He's out here hustling all day, every day, doing doing it with a smile on his face all the time. And I think those are the big things that allow you to keep uh, enjoying what you're doing too, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. We are actually closing in on our time here today. Uh, I am going to say that we're probably going to have to do another follow-up at some point in time because there's some great questions here that I want to definitely get into. Uh, but before we go, I got to hit because you opened it up. You said you posted some photos on Facebook and everything else. The reels that I see, the TikToks that you're putting out there. I absolutely love what we, what you're doing with your social media content, Thanks, showing your personality, not just as re- the real estate professional, but also as the, Hey, the guy that you can hang out with. What, what got you motivated to doing that kind of stuff and how do you keep it so creative? Um, I met, so how I got, how I got a little bit motivated was I met when I was at home during COVID, I didn't have anybody to talk to. <laughs> like, yeah. like I would go nine hours and not talk to a single soul. So I would get like on my Facebook stories and, you know, I'd give them like old stories about me back in high school. Right. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but you know, <laughs> you know, some people might think it's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> it depends on the story. But then, um, no, I met, so you were kind of one of my motivators. You know, I, I peeked through all your stuff at one point in time. I'm like, man, let me see what this Aaron Luttrell guy's about. <laughs> and then it. I was like, okay, he's, he's doing this. I was like, all right, cool. I, I can do, I can do this too. So I met, that's where I met, I think that's where it came from. And then after that, it's kind of one of those things is that I think, I think your clients need to know that, you know, you're just a regular guy like them too. Like, yeah, I'm a real estate agent, but you know, I also have a family at home and I like to have fun. Right. Yeah. So I think showing your personality is one of those things. And this is, I, I, I speak and train agents on this, uh, all around the state and things. And, 
people always say, man, but I don't, I don't like how I look on camera. And I'm like, buddy, we can see you. You look the same on camera as you do in the room. Yeah. How, how you think you're going to sell somebody a house if you're not getting in front of them? And it's like, well, you know, but, but I don't like how my voice sounds either. And I'm like, guess what? You sound the same too. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but, uh, getting out there and showing off the personality <coughs> and showing people who you are. Um, that's definitely been a benefit in my business. And I know it has been for yours too, because People want to work with people they like, mm-hmm. not just people who are the most knowledgeable. And guess what? Even if I don't have the answer to every single thing for a client on day one, a simple, hey, I'm not sure, but I'm going to find out for you, speaks volumes. Yeah. So uh, I would say keep doing what you're doing because you're pushing me to get more creative because I'm like, dang, this kid's out here crushing <laughs> me. I got I to gotta step my game back up. Yeah. So I appreciate you uh, getting inspired by me and now being the one to motivate me to keep pushing it going. Yeah. So... All right, buddy, we have hit our 30-minute mark. I appreciate you coming in today. I, I definitely have you, a whole lot more stuff that I want to talk about. We're going to do on uh, Will Smith episode two, talking about how he made President's Club and Platinum Club in his second year in the business. Dude is crushing it out here. Uh, wanted to give you a small taste of who he is and what he's about. So appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks, Aaron. We'll see you guys.